Hello everybody, my name is Maun and this is the very first episode of my brand new podcast, Maun Gadget Talk. So uh, basically on this podcast I'll probably be talking about all of the new devices that are just coming out and upcoming devices and all the latest rumors and details and if I could pretty much play with those devices then I'll probably do a quick little review. So yeah, let's just get right into it. So uh, f- today's episode we're going to be talking about the iPhone 12. The all-new Xiaomi Poco M, what's was hang on M2 Pro, and all the one and all that OnePlus is up to because uh, OnePlus is pretty much all the rage these days. So uh, yeah, without further ado, uh, let's get cracking. So the latest, the newest iPhones obviously tend to be the upcoming iPhone release. Obviously, tends to be a pretty hot because it's the iPhone. You know, it's it's quite influential. I mean, it's it's pretty much. I mean, people buy it like like hot kicks. This year obviously will be no special as I earlier said. Uh, there are a few rumors kind of flying around like with every new iPhone release that tends to come. Uh, obviously the very first one is that the iPhone 12 will come in three sizes just like last year and obviously the year before. The naming, okay the naming scheme will probably either be the same or be different. Uh, we don't know. We, we just don't know yet. That's the thing. But uh, we'll have a 5.4 inch, a okay. This one comes from comes from 9 to 5 Mac, and that is there'll be a smaller 5.4 inch device, a 6.1 inch device, uh, two 6.1 inch models, and then a seven 6.7 inch model. Now, okay, before you kind of, I mean, I kind of still get jaw dropped with phones reaching sizes of 6.7 inches, 6.5 inches and above. It, it feels big, but let me try not to forget, uh, let's try not to forget the fact that uh, the phones are obviously all going bezel-less. So the overall, it doesn't feel all that bigger. I mean, the, if, I mean you look at the older devices that are smaller uh, or obviously bigger. So the first Galaxy Note when they came out, there were pretty thick bezels up and down, and so the device felt so oversized. And now, obviously, because phones are going bezel-less, well, everyone knows how it goes, the phone's obviously more slender and stuff, and it's more compact than ever. Uh, but uh, uh, apparently, a lot of rumors here, and that is that the... I mean, if I, if I can get this here real quick. Yeah, so there'll be three sizes. Um like last year probably but here's the difference though uh, according to Nikkei this is the, the 95 art the 95 Mac article comes from uh, sources uh, Nikkei for this one and that is that uh, they'll that all three iPhones will be using an OLED display that's interesting uh, because if uh, I mean uh, key and Apple enthusiasts will know that uh, last year's iPhones I mean, and uh, some of the more affordable iPhones obviously tend to have LCD displays because they're cheaper to be, they're cheaper to install and put. And the 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max have an OLED display and pretty crisp, and they have deeper blacks. And obviously, if you put a black wallpaper, they save battery life, OLED all the way. So, um, but it's pretty interesting to see here in this rumor that uh, Apple's going to put OLEDs on all their iPhones. That uh, doesn't tend to be the case. Uh, being Apple, so uh, we'll see. That'll be interesting. And um, all right, and goes on and on about the OLEDs. 
I mean, uh, well, Android is Android. I mean, they're all going to jump to the latest and greatest because that's how it works. Apple's all about the opt optimizations. Another interesting rumor, uh, also in this article, that kind of confirms I've been hearing all this while, and that is another big rumor uh, for the iPhone 12, and that is that uh, they're going to be ditching the uh, wall charger and the uh, lightning-wired headphones, earbuds essentially, not AirPods, earbuds, the little earbuds you get in the box. There used to be one end... Uh, they used to have the headphone jack on one end, the earlier models. Now the recent models have light, lightning jack. This year they're not going to offer that. They're going to throw it out of the box. Um, and some are saying that it's going it's to result in the packaging being a bit thinner. <laughs> Typical Apple joke of uh, we've made a device 50% thinner and 150 times better than, say, X and Y and Z device. We all know how it goes. If you, Again, if you're into Apple, you know the whole argument with thinner is better but uh, thinner packaging well actually the are well I think there is a solid argument to probably a smaller box uh, for Apple if they're gonna be shipping these phones all over the world and I mean those who know logistics will know that phone boxes obviously are big and they take up good some good space and so if Apple's able to sort of shrink the packaging box the iPhones is overall box just be the phone and I don't know. I kind of have a hard, I have kind of a hard time thinking how they're gonna shrink that box down. I mean, because you know, unboxing an iPhone is not like unboxing just a random, random phone. It's a whole experience in and of itself. And um, I mean, I don't know what how they're gonna be able to do it. I mean, just putting the packaging material, and then putting the the one and only Lightning cable. <laughs> I mean, uh, also one could say that it's obviously a sign that Apple wants to go wireless. There's the whole wireless idea of a wireless iPhone down the road. That data transferring, that's going to be wireless charging, that's gone wireless. There's Qi charging on the iPhones. Uh, uh, audio, that's done wirelessly. AirPods, you know, everyone knows the memo here with the whole wireless iPhone. It'll be fun, but obviously it's it's not going to be it's not going to happen. It's going to be not going to be happening in a few years until a few years down the road, or if the technology is uh, much much better. But uh, oh well, um, I just I don't know I don't know how they're gonna do the packaging. But there'll probably be a new packaging. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna be the usual big fat box. If they're gonna shrink it down, it's probably gonna be a bit. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm just maybe it's gonna be like the OnePlus packaging. You know, it's very tall because the phones are taller and stuff. But they put uh, a charging cable and stuff right down the phone, so it's a bit compact. Compact, but uh, we'll see. But uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, uh, removing wall plug, wall charger, and earphones. This this is really turning everyone in the Apple sphere. I think for all the obvious reasons, there are advantages to it. Uh, advantages in the sense that uh, you have uh, the if you don't offer. I mean, let's face it. If you if you've ever bought an iDevice, device, if you ever bought an iOS device, ever bought an iPhone or iPad. Let's face it, except for the iPad, of course. For me, I mean, my experience with the iPhone is that uh, I probably very rarely use the iPhone charger that comes in the box. And that will be the feeling of everyone. Like, I don't even take off the wall charger. I mean, I, I already buy phone. I buy I bought a lot of iPhones. I've bought third-party chargers. I use even... If, you, if you're in a home... If you buy Android phones, you use their fast chargers because it's good for charging the iPhone. It does it very quickly. It doesn't go wrong. But... Um, yeah, that's that's quite a hardship. I mean, 
on one hand, I mean, you don't even use the wall plug for the iPhone. I mean, that comes in a box because it's very slow. They haven't even boosted the voltage. If you look at the Android side, okay, it's not an Apple's to Apple's comparison. See what I did there? Um, in the sense that, um, I mean, look at Android phones. I mean, they're they're putting in 30 watt fast chargers in the box. They have wall pockets. You plug it in, boom, the phone charges in half an hour. The whole charge half an hour. And then Apple still puts a five volt charger. So, yeah, I mean, if you if you never use a wall plug, I mean, if you never use the wall charger, you could just throw it away, and you could, I mean, they could cut it out. I mean, recently actually, and against this whole backdrop of the argument of they're going to be ditching the wall charger and earphones, Apple actually sent a survey to uh, many of its owners, sort of through email, asking about the wall chargers, the usage. Have they taken out of the box? How much did they use it? Is it useful? And it's kind of obvious that Apple is actually looking at this option. They're not. They're not. Uh, they're not sleeping on it. They're. They're pretty serious. So if the survey says anything, actually seriously think about it. Um, about the earphones. Um, I mean, let's face it. We use them probably, right? I mean, I mean. Uh, but uh, I'm very sure that the earphones, they're probably doing it to uh, upsell the AirPods, you know, because if you're not going to have any earphones in the box, you're going to run out and buy the AirPods. are going to spend 15, 20 bucks on uh, wired AirPods with uh, with lightning on them. I mean, the people are going to do that, obviously. I mean, look what happened when Apple ditched the headphone jack. They offered dongles and people bought dongles. Some actually bought uh, lightning to headphone jack dongles because they really needed it. And so... You know, it's Apple being very opportunistic and you know, taking advantage of what they can do here. Uh, and then also, but the thing is, there are some people out there still who use the stuff in the box because they don't have their own charger or headphones. But there are a lot of smartphone users. Obviously, I think a lot of people are going to be buying the iPhone 12. I think, I mean, it's not going to bother many people. I, I wouldn't be personally be bothered by it because, I mean, I mean, I would probably along a lot of people are probably regular smartphone users. We're upgrading from another older phone. And so we have the wall plug of it for that phone or another device. We have the headphones. We we bought we buy earplugs or we buy these TWS gear or the AirPods. And hence we don't really need what's in the box really because we have we're already using the charger or wall plug or even headphones. So uh, pretty interesting times ahead. There's also another, actually there's a good argument aside for Apple to make more money from people. And that is the environmental element. If you think about it, uh, making the wall plugs, that's that's the environmental impact, that's debatable. Elsa headphones, same story. But including in the box, there's an environmental impact. Is the fact that there, this is actual stuff that's made, that's not even used, it doesn't get touched, it gets wasted. And then when it's time to throw it away, you throw it away and it, get wa- it gets wasted. So, take an environmental impact. I think if Apple is going to announce that they're not going to offer a wall plug or uh, the wall charger, sorry, or the headphones in the box, they're going to basically argue the environmental element that they're, got, they're cutting e-waste. Already iPhones are using recycled aluminium on it or aluminium if you're a Johnny Ive fan. And, um, and at... Uh, Taking stuff out that usually could include in the box, the kind of potential waste that exists in these products, and uh, but also the biggest winners here will probably be brands like Anchor, Raft Power, Aki, those you know those Amazon Choice wall chargers you can buy, those Lightning cables. Okay, Lightning cables are still included. I mean, uh, uh, wired headphones, uh, TWS headphones. You don't want to buy the AirPods; they're too expensive for you. Uh, 
and those third-party accessory companies, they're making those wall chargers. They charge really the devices quickly. Audio gear, they're gonna win here. They're gonna they're gonna grab the iPhone crowd really quickly. So uh, uh, that's that's that. I mean, also another thing I've also been another rumor aside from the uh, removing <laughs> AirPods and wall charge wall charger out of the box is also the look and feel. Uh, one rumor suggests uh, this could basically be correct given how Apple's design language is going for the other devices. And as this year's iPhones will pretty much be looking a little bit like uh, an iPhone 4 or an iPhone... Okay, the iPhone 5 is the closest thing I can think of. The iPhone 5, like, it'll have a... It'll basically have a metallic... It'll have sort of this... This rounded... Uh, it's a bit like the iPad Pro, essentially. Uh, rounded aluminium corners. And... Um, be chamfered. It's a bit like the, uh, what I've seen in the iPhone 4, and the iPhone 4's design is phenomenal. You cannot go wrong with what you have on the iPhone 4, or even the iPhone 5. And except that they're gonna put the iPhone 11 Pro Max's sort of like camera layout, it's gonna be a bit better. I mean, I've also heard that they're gonna put lidar sensor, but oh well. That well, I mean, uh, we'll see about that, but. So the design, essentially, it's like an iPhone 5, but you take that camera layout of an iPhone 12, clean it up a bit, and then you essentially roll it, steamroll it <laughs> completely, and then it looks like the iPhone 12. I don't know about you, but I kind of feel like Apple could probably stick around to the iPhone 11 design for a bit longer. Are they probably going to embrace this? If the iPad Pros, like, people love what the iPad I actually would love to ha see this because it's a bit, it's a bit, it looks nice, it looks stylish, that, that design... It never, it can never go off my head because I mean it's really, really nice. So uh, I mean, uh, there's all the iPhone rumors right there. So uh, the, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see whether they actually. Oh, and uh, let's not forget, they're also gonna put 5G on it. I mean, that remains to be seen because uh, in the, in some places right now, it's still no 5G network. In in major mobile markets, uh, you don't have full 5G networks yet because of obviously the uh, spectrum assignment. Allocating challenges, and obviously, given what's happening on, on in the world, I mean, I mean, 5G is already available in some places, but really, if you think about it, in, in major, in significantly major markets where a lot of people would be running out and buying phones, and you know, and iPhones, they're sold like hotcakes, obviously. Uh, 5G is not, I mean, hasn't. I don't know about you, but uh, it's not really that standard yet. The network's up and running. Uh, most haven't haven't yet upgraded to a device which can take advantage of these uh, of these connection speeds, some things like 5G gigabit speeds. So uh, that remains to be seen. Moving on from the world of Apple, straight over to what's up with Xiaomi, the fastest growing smartphone brand, and probably the third other smartphone brand that ships so many smartphones because they can do that. I mean, they have such a strong reseller network. Anyways. They released another phone. Actually, the sub-brand Poco, the Poco phone. Anyone's heard of the Poco phone F1? There's another new phone for this year. 2020 Poco's, I mean, is gunning all sides sort of with the, with the, they've had the F2 and then the X2 and now they have the M2. Uh, the M2 is basically a bit of a mid-range phone and so it has a Snapdragon 720G you know a Snapdragon 20... Oh. Uh, mumbled. Sorry. Beg me pardon. But uh, a Snapdragon 720G. 
and it has a 48 megapixel camera. It, I mean, uh, to cut the story short, it's basically a Redmi Note 9S. It looks like one, except essentially they put the Poco name on it. Uh, honestly, I don't know about you, but uh, I think uh, some people probably starting to get tired of uh, of of these rebranding strategies that uh, Chinese phone brands have done. Primarily, it's it's kind of a standard practice if you're a brand from China. I mean, if you're gonna sell globally, you can't just you can't just sell a phone with I don't know Redmi 10 Youth Edition. You can't sell a Youth Edition or even localize it for that specific region. I mean, so it makes sense to say light. Pro, Max, Plus, because they see the iPhone and they, okay, they, then they see these phones and, you know, uh, I mean, you gotta, you gotta localize, so, uh, but, uh, the M2 Pro is a bit of a mid-ranger, and, uh, and, uh, I mean, it looks like, it looks like a Redmi Note 9 S, I mean, there's so many variants of the Note 9, uh, from Redmi, there's the Note 9 Pro, the Note Note 9 Pro Max Plus something, and then the regular Note 9, and then the 9S, which is for obviously for specific markets. Uh, so, uh, but here's the interesting thing: the phone itself it'll cost about 14. It'll start at 14,000 Indian rupees, which is roughly 185 dollars. Uh, that's for the standard 4 gig, 64 gig variant. Max star variant will be $225 or 17,000 Indian rupees. Uh, and then you do the currency calculation math. I mean, it's going to be available in India because uh, India is a massive market for Xiaomi, for Poco, for all the first century Redmi. And it's an important market. I mean, uh, I mean, this is where they've got their uh, head start first, really. I mean, uh, there are not many markets where uh, Poco can call it sort of market leader. I mean, it's quite an aggressive market. Uh, so uh, another new, another new day, another new phone. That's that's how it feels like. So uh, oh, and I forgot to tell you. I mean, uh, the M2 sort of the M2 Pro. Uh, the difference though is is the battery monster that's trying to be the power monster. Has 5,000 milliamp per hour battery. Is it me or is it me or is it that uh, this past year a lot of phones I've seen. Wherever I wherever I've looked at, they have a 5,000 milliamp hour battery. Uh, is some factory in China ramped up production of high battery, uh, have high storage batteries? Is is it become a trend? Is it is it a good trend? Uh, but okay, 5,000 milliamp hour battery. That's lovely. But then it comes with, you guessed it, 33 watt fast charging. It's now a thing in in Xiaomi world. I mean, you gotta have fast charging on these phones. It can't be slow. You can't charge it slowly. The chipset can do it. The batteries are there. Displays exist. Makes sense to put in fast charging. So uh, yeah, another another monster from from Xiaomi uh, that's going to capture the con- attention of uh, consumers in what is already a competitive market for smartphones. So that's that. So uh, anyways, um, and then there's the OnePlus Nord. Um, Everyone knows. We all at, at, at this point, technically, I think given how they've kind of uh, revealed a lot about the phone, the name, the processor, uh, the display camera. I mean, even in the ads, they've almost shown the phone sort of in like a frozen shot. Uh, and now we know how the box will look like. That's interesting. Um, I mean, it looks like a typical phone. 
But uh, I'll tell you, the OnePlus Nord is quite an interesting phone by itself. I mean, I quickly want to mention it because it, I think it's significant because uh, of what it's basically promising. I mean, it's gonna have it's gonna have a powerful mid-range chip, but uh, on top of that, it's gonna have a, a solid range of cameras, uh, fast charging, 5G connectivity, uh, and also a price under 500 bucks. Uh, that's the competitive market, uh, as far as my knowledge goes. I mean, it's not an easy market to be. Uh, if, I mean, uh, it's gonna be quite competitive. I think, but based, they've basically made this whole vibe with marketing, sort of the, uh, I mean, uh, that it's basically hip, stylish, minimalist, sort of combining OnePlus's engineering with like Swedish design, sort of. I mean, if those video, if those, if that sort of documentary series that they're doing, sort of, which is kind of like a long ad for OnePlus, is anything to go by. I mean, but uh, I mean, I kind of see the appeal of this phone. I mean, it's gonna pretty much cater to to those who normally be looking to buy a Samsung sort of. I mean, and also in some of OnePlus's crucial markets. I mean, one crucial market, which is the Indian market. I mean, they've they've cornered it. I mean, in OnePlus's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's the leading premium smartphone brand in India. And uh, you'd be thinking, hang on a minute, why isn't Samsung number one? But the thing is, OnePlus is so significant, its phones are priced, obviously, uh, more than, say, what Xiaomi does. So two, they have phones for 200 bucks, and they have phones for 400 plus, $800 phones. Uh, I mean... Also, I think one one can kind of argue that uh, OnePlus obviously offers premium phones for normally for what would normally be uh, very high prices, but obviously very competitively priced. I mean, boy, uh, in a market like India, uh, fifty can you get a fifty thousand phone? I mean, let's see how much is the OnePlus Eight on their store? Let's see. Um, I believe it's Amazon exclusive because. Uh, have all the exclusivity. I mean, um, so uh, I get the website up here. Forty-five thousand. I mean, I mean, if you're out buying a phone there, forty-five thousand. What are you, what are you gonna get from Samsung for that kind of money? I don't know. An A ninety. I mean, you're getting a full uh, sleek smartphone for that kind of money. I mean, they've made a place in that. Also, but I will tell you that in a place like India, I mean, the OnePlus Nord will probably be a big deal for a lot of reasons. Um, probably, I'd say one one thing I'd argue, given what's been recently happening, I mean, if, I mean, if you live there, you'll probably know that uh, uh, China and India have had very tense relations between each other, um, almost like a border clash-offs, and in that whole sort of dispute sorts of people have obviously taken to say boycott Chinese phones, boycott Chinese apps, TikTok got banned and stuff. So maybe, I mean, well, a lot of people know OnePlus is sort of like a Chinese brand, sort of a spin-off from Oppo. Uh, I think the Nord will probably be like that phone to say that, oh, we're not we're not a Chinese brand. We are a unique, we're, we're a hip smartphone brand and we have a really good phone that uh, is well-priced. Uh, but, uh, I mean, uh, but here it's saying, I mean, uh, in this article from GSM Arena, that, uh, uh, the phone will be announced, will, be, will become official on 21st of July. Uh, that's a few weeks from now, so, yeah, that's interesting. We still don't know the price, though. That's the biggest mystery. 
I mean, um, I'm hoping it's not $550. It's way below $500. $400 makes sense. $450. $300 will be jaw-dropping for the specs they're asking for. Uh, you know, and the, the display sort of... I mean, there's a lot that would make this uh, quite... I mean, this phone is quite desirable, frankly. I think people... There are some people out there waiting for, the, for this Nord phone. I mean... Uh, I can't help but uh, I can't help but say that that word that the name of the phone kind of Nord it confuses me with NordVPN. I really hope they have some like collaboration. I mean that would be cool. And in the same row of things, OnePlus has obviously has had the 8 series, and also they dropped right now in India they have dropped uh, a new new range of TVs sort of. Uh, they have a U1 and a Y series. Uh, range of TVs. The U series is sort of like their premium sort of uh, affordable premium TV sort of all-rounder, uh, big display, uh, rich vibrant display, colors exist, resolution is there, and uh, and all that kind of good stuff. And then you have the and then there's the Y series. I mean, uh, it's kind of obvious that they're wanting to get more of the TV market in India. I mean, the smart TV game is growing there aggressively. More people are streaming content. Uh, and then, obviously, more people are streaming over-the-top services. So, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised that smartphone brands are not releasing brand-new smart TVs. Like, they, they know there's a market for these products. Like, uh, I mean, in a market like India, I mean, already, if I'm not wrong... By itself, India is probably one of the large, mo- probably the market with the longest TV watching hours in the world, outside of the West, pretty much. I mean, people there, it's a thing. People watch a lot of television, a couple of hours a day. I don't know, it could be, you know, so, uh, and then you have streaming services. People are binging their Netflix and, uh, and uh, YouTube and stuff, and there's Prime Video. So, uh, that's that. Um, so, I mean... Uh, uh, just to not forget, uh, let's not forget they released their first TV last year, late last year, and that was a pretty premium offering for the uh, for the money. I mean, uh, I mean one lakh for one one lakh Indian rupees for a TV is uh, quite a lot of money. It's an investment for a rich audiovisual experience. This one's cheaper now. This uh, the Y series especially is is going to be will cost you around uh, about two hundred dollars. Uh, which would be about 13,000 rupees. 13,000 Indian rupees is, is good money for a television. I mean, if you look at what you can get there online or offline, like, this is a good price. And also for a brand name like OnePlus. Stylish, clean. Uh, I mean... Uh, I mean... So, uh, I'm going to the product page here. And also, I kind of like what OnePlus has put with their uh, Oxygen Play. And... Uh, and what's the other one? Uh, so the built-in apps, and then there's the uh, OnePlus Connect app, sort of. So on your OnePlus phone or on any Android phone, you can like swipe through content. You can just swipe up, uh, and swipe up, and it just jumps straight into, and it just straight uh, jumps pretty much straight into uh, that content, which is interesting. Um, it's quite interesting what what we have here. I mean, and also uh, just to not forget, not to forget here, uh, uh, just to bring up a point here, 
uh, unlike last year's sort of uh, U-series TVs, like uh, this time if you're going to run it and buy uh, the OnePlus TVs, like you're going to get uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime Video out of the box. You don't have to uh, sideload them or Chromecast them to your TV if that's a thing. So it's built in, so you know what you know what to get. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, I really, I think, I think that I mean they figured they've nailed getting uh, these OnePlus TVs in India. They should release them all over the world uh, because it's really good. I mean, um, I get why they may, I get why they're releasing them in. I mean, first in India. I mean, it's a emerging market. I mean, a lot of people are running out and buying, upgrading their TVs. I mean, Xiaomi's in the space too with. With their own TVs, they quickly ran out and launched their own TVs. They even announced that in the streaming boxes because there's also a big demand for uh, for streaming stuff on television. Somewhere, there's some homes that still have a pretty old television stuff and they're upgrading them finally uh, to a new TV set. Or those who still have a TV and stuff, but they're now going to uh, upgrade to, uh, they're going to upgrade them or make them smart with a streaming box. I mean, Amazon and Xiaomi have been in the game here, so. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting to see what's going on. I mean, uh, there's even, um, I mean, mind you, there's even, um, I'm trying to think, uh, even Nokia's making TVs. That's strange. So, uh, but also another thing about uh, OnePlus is that with their TVs, they're building in apps. They're in quite utilitarian for uh, that market, too. Uh, in, I mean, uh, so things like um, a data saver mode. Uh, content calendar, which is kind of interesting, because you know you watch a lot of content. You want to know what what exactly when is, when is exact what is what when is exactly it's out. Okay, I kind of butchered that out, but uh, exactly when X and Y and Z is out. So uh, yeah, I mean it's an interesting time for OnePlus. They're growing their business sort of, uh, and the more people are buying their phones. So uh, yeah. That was the podcast, everybody. Uh, that was the first episode. If it was, if it was a bit scrappy, yeah, that was me trying to do a off with uh, a bunch of pillows and uh, and using the earpiece of my headphones that I have. I mean, uh, we're trying to make do. We're MacGyvering this bot- podcast, if you think about it. So, uh, until next week, see you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Peace.